Hello, my name is Angela Anderson, and I'm the host of Deep Dive with Region 5. Welcome, and thank you for joining us today. In Deep Dive with Region 5, we will share more about Region 5 Development Commission and North Central Economic Development Association programs and the work that we're doing in Region 5, which covers Cass, Crow Wing, Morrison, Todd, and Wadena counties in central Minnesota. In this episode, we share more about an exciting learning opportunity for a community building event that we are hosting in September. Listen as my colleagues Don and Hannah share more details and visit region5.org backslash events to learn more. Well, first of all, I wanted to welcome Don and Hannah to the Deep Dive with Region 5 podcast. And if we could just have introductions, um, Don, if you could introduce yourself and tell us a little bit more about you. And then also, Hannah, if you could share an introduction as well, that'd be great. Yeah, absolutely. We're excited to be here. My name is Don Espy. I'm the Equitable Development Specialist at Region 5 Development Commission. And I've been here for almost eight years now. That last year went really fast and serving in a variety of roles, but most recently in this role, really thinking about creating those equitable spaces throughout the region. Awesome. Thank you so much. And Hannah, welcome. Thank you. Buju. Hello. My name is Hannah Smith, and I am the brand new Justice, Equity, Diversity, and Inclusion Fellow with Region 5. I think I'm on month three officially. Yay! Yay! Well, welcome not only to Region 5 Development Commission and to the region, but also to your first podcast. We will be doing another recording with Hannah to talk more about her in a separate episode. But today we're going to talk about an event we have coming up that is the Cultivating Communities, um, a North Central Minnesota Welcoming Summit. First, if you could start us off, Don, and tell us more about the summit that is taking place in September. Yeah, so we have been working on this summit now for several months. Uh, We will be hosting Cultivating Communities Summit. It's a two-day summit, Monday and Tuesday, September 19th and 20th, 2022. It will be held at the Arrowwood Lodge in Baxter, Minnesota. It's meant for everyone, but we do have four focus areas. We're looking at education, environment, justice system and economics or economy and how we can create more equitable spaces within those four areas Uh, and and just kind of general topics as well. We also have that that Monday night, we're also going to be hosting a more of a community gathering. So if you are unable to attend the summit during those two days, you still do have an opportunity to connect and be a part of the summit by coming out to that community event. The details are still being worked out, but we're hoping for some entertainment, some new foods, um, some artists uh, will be there and things. So yeah, it'll be a party. That sounds wonderful. And then also, was there something, I know we did specific track for some educators because we know that they might be in school on those days. Yes, and so we did some special times for them, I think. Yes. Thank you um, for mentioning that, Angela. Yeah. Yes. On, on that Monday, the, the 19th, we have a 4.30 to 5.30 and a 5.30 to 6.30 session. Uh, again, all of these sessions could be of interest to anyone, but of course we're, we're doing more of a focus. So anyone's welcome to come to those two sessions, but we did target them towards educators knowing that they would be in school at that time of the year. Might be a little bit hard for them to get away. So those two sessions will be in person, but they'll also be virtual. So folks will be able to just uh, zoom in on those if they aren't able to make that drive as well. Wonderful. Thank you. I think that covers most of what the summit is about. Do you want to add anything, Hannah? No. Okay. Good. Um, 
I just want to give you a chance just in case. So then the next thing we want to talk about a little bit more is why Region 5 Development Commission? Why are we hosting this event? And um, if Hannah, do you want to elaborate on that for us a little bit? Yeah, definitely. So we believe that the, a successful economy is having a healthy community and a likable community. So the summit, hopefully, and I think it will, looking at the schedule, will create spaces for people to come as themselves, to be themselves, and then learn with each other. So looking at the community, looking at the community, looking at the economy as a whole place with whole people, with various interests and who can all participate. Awesome. Thank you. I think this just kind of piggybacks on what you've already talked about a little bit, Hannah, but why is this work in this and this event important for us, for our region and for our people in the region? Yeah, I think the last few years, I've really missed connecting with people, networking with people in person. Um, this is going to be at the Arrowhead Lodge again, and we're going to take a look at a few different themes. Our breakout session, we'll have three breakout sessions over the two days with education, environment, justice system, and economics. Again, trying to promote that wholeness of our community and just creating spaces that we can come together, we can share with each other, we can learn. And we can plan. So part of uh, what we hope to do is create spaces that people are learning and then also hopefully coming away with action items with new uh, relationships and new ideas that they can bring back to whatever sector of our community that they're coming from. The summit is going to do that through those breakout sessions again, but then facilitated dialogues, performances, small group discussions. And hopefully sharing and going to that um, Monday night community event as well. I guess, too, I'd also just like to add, you know, I think a summit like this was important pre-pandemic, uh, but post-pandemic, you know, we're living in a little bit of a different economy right now, too. The way that we're coming out of the pandemic is is different, you know, with worker shortage being even more apparent now than it was before we went into it, changing demographics within our communities being even more amplified, um, and just the inequities that maybe have occurred over the pandemic as well in terms of our various cultural communities. And so not only is this kind of a summit important just when thinking about economic development and community development, but then doubly important because of the effects the pandemic had on and how can we move together as a region with our new realities. Great. Thank you, Don. It makes me also think of those of you listening who maybe don't know Region 5 Development Commission has a nonprofit lending arm called North Central Economic Development Association. And in that, we do a lot of business lending. Um, we also do a little bit of homeowner lending. And so some of that is obviously touching on on the work that we do in economic development. And I think you really touched on a lot of the community development aspect. So thank you for that. Could we talk a little bit more about how this project was driven by local decision making? Don, if you want to, I know you kind of did talk about that a little bit already, but anything you want to add? I can add more. Um, So yeah, (laughs) you know, this isn't something that Region 5 just thought, hey, we should do this. Um, But You know, this summit is really a culmination of the last five plus years of work that we've been doing around building likable places, um, more equitable places, more inclusive places. And, you know, that really did start out back in 2018 when we were working with Sprout and we had the place making or the art place grant. And that grant allowed us to bring, 
you know, connect our cultures within the region in ways through food and art and music and, you know, that sort of a vibe. And after the Art Place grant was done, you know, then we moved into creating eight different welcoming community advocacy groups around the region. And we worked with the Intercultural Development Inventory and, you know, just the, the more learning, the more workshops and things. And now it just feels like the summit has been informed by the last five plus years of that work and what we're hearing from the community and what those needs are. And now here's the summit. Here's a chance for us to gather together. And like Hannah had mentioned, really bring that call to action. Like here's our learnings, but what are we going to do when we walk out this door today? Now we've been learning as a region together for over five years. What can we be doing now? What are the steps we can be taking? Thank you, Don. Could we talk a little bit more uh, about the money, actually? So who's funding this program and who are our partners? I think that's kind of an important thing to talk about as well, just so that we can thank those people for helping us, but also just letting everyone know where that money is coming from. Uh, Northwest Area Foundation has been very generous in their assistance for this type of programming within our region. You know, they were our main source of funding for the first two years of this welcoming work. Um, they were very instrumental along with Blandon Foundation and Sourcewell in helping us uh, become IDI qualified assessors and really starting to work through that. The Northwest Area Foundation helped with the funding of all of the welcoming community advocacy groups. And now they are our main funder for the next two work, years of work that we're doing, including this summit. But because this summit is something that has been needed, desired by the region. We had a lot of other sponsors and partners that came forward as we're preparing this. And so, you know, we had received a couple of grants to help support some of the performances and some of the artists that will be in place at the summit through Arts Midwest, through the Bush Foundation, and through the Five Wings Arts Council. And then we had other supporters and sponsors such as Sourcewell, um, the Initiative Foundation, the Minnesota Humanities Center, Uh, the Minnesota Department of Commerce, the Minnesota Department of Ag, McKnight. So you can see like it isn't just arts organizations, it's economic development organizations, it's community organizations, it's local food organizations, it's government. I mean, it's so many um, organizations, entities, and I I don't want to say silos, but you know, we're all in our silos and it's all of these silos kind of coming together for this because we see the importance and we see how there's intersection through all of these different ways of thinking about our community. And so just very grateful to our sponsors and showing us that support and being there alongside us to, to continue this journey. Thank you, John. If we could talk a little bit more too about the collaborations, we talked about the partnerships a little bit that Don just mentioned with some of those organizations that are helping sponsor, but also others are participating actually in the summit. So if you could share a little bit more about that with us, that'd be wonderful. Not only do we have funders, sponsors who are, you know, helping provide dollars to be able to support the work. When I'm looking at, you know, the presenters and who is all coming to the table to be a part of this, and who just community organizations and things that have said, hey, you know, how can we help? Those four areas of focus, the justice system, economics, education, and environment. We have folks from law enforcement. We have mental health practitioners. We have farmers. We have economic development professionals. We have culture bearers. I mean, there are so many different partners and collaborators that have come to the table. We have Buddy King, who will be closing out day one with his bongo and his inspiration, you know? I mean, but then we have Melissa from CERTS talking about equity and energy and how can we think about equity and energy? So they're just like two completely different 
things coming together in the same place. And, and that's where the partnerships and the collaborations have been really cool because the last thing I want to do personally is plan a boring event. And I'm hoping that with just those different partners and collaborators coming together, that there's going to be enough of the learning, but then also understanding how heavy some of this learning can be and adding some of that play element into it as well. Thank you. I just thought of a question to yeah. ask both of you guys, and I, this, I don't have an answer for it. Do you have a, one, one particular thing on the agenda that you're super excited for? Like you're not going to miss it. You're going to make sure that you're there five minutes beforehand. Do you have a, do you have one part of the agenda that you're looking forward to? Angela, you want me to go or you want to go first? You can go first. I'm going to look. I have one thing that came to my mind, but I actually, I'll let you go. I am going to, obviously I can't be in every single breakout session at the same time, but I'm excited. I wish I could go to all of it, but my biggest, most exciting part is um, the cultivating courageous conversations with Breaking Ice. Um, I had the pleasure of seeing Breaking Ice at a Bush Creative Community cohort session that I was at. And uh, their little mini skits get you thinking about how you show up in places, how others show up in places. Um, And not only is it, you know, you have some of those, oh, I didn't think about that or ah, whoa, what about that? But it's also entertaining at the same time. So it's this learning journey that's done in, in a very entertaining kind of a way. And then to be able to have those deeper conversations around what you just saw it's like a live case study, right? And then you get to talk about it afterwards. And um, I'm just really excited to see what they'll do in our rural place because I had experienced them in an urban setting. And so that was what their focus was. So I'm just very excited to see what they'll do here for us in our region. That was definitely on my list of like top five, but now I'm maybe that's my answer. Maybe I'm really excited for that one too. <laughs> yep. Hard to choose because well, you. It's a full, it's a full schedule. I looked at, I don't have kids, but the educators track the second one and the educators track no more next time in quotes. I'm really looking forward to that. But it also, I think that I really, really want to see the closing. How do we reimagine North central Minnesota for everyone? And then generally just talking to people about what they're feedback or what their aha moments are or what people thought through for the two-day summit, I will, I'm really excited to talk with coworkers and new friends at the end of Tuesday about what they thought about which sessions they were involved mm-hmm. in. Agreed. Um, something else that I would like to mention that I'm also excited about, and then we'll let Angela give her answer, is that Maria Urvasti is a local artist. She's also an art teacher at the Verndale Public School, but we have hired her to be our artist in residency over the two days, and, and she is going to have a hands-on art project that all attendees will be able to participate in and create their own little piece of it. And then she's going to put the whole piece together and then it will be displayed publicly at a location to be determined. We have to see how big it's going to get first. (laughs) But um, that's something I'm also excited about. It's just, you know, having those times where you just got done with a really intense learning session and then you can go hang out with Maria and paint a little bit. So, yeah, that's exciting, too. Angela, what about you? What are you looking for? Well done. I'm glad you mentioned that because I feel like I really like to be creative. And so just even having either the music or the art stuff is a really cool way for, I think, a lot of people to experience things. And so I'm I'm looking forward most to that part. But uh, there's another, there's a couple 
sessions on here that I think look really fascinating, but there's one called Overcoming Political Divide. And I think that sounds very interesting. So there's just really a lot of different topics that I think, you know, like you said, you could, you don't have to be an educator. You don't have to be a parent, Hannah, to go to the educators track or whatever. So it's very, it's very open and it's very dynamic and you can choose whatever you want. And I think that's part of the big draw to attending is that there's a lot of options. I think that answers that question, Hannah. Any more questions or no? No? Okay. Well, here's the last piece we want to make sure is just how listeners can get involved. So it's how can they attend and who should they, where should they go for information? Well, I was going to say the R5 website events page on our website um, you could also go to the sewing room to see more detailed information about the summit agenda. If you have any questions that you want to ask us directly, uh, you can email at any time, uh, hsmith at region5.org or Don Espy, D-E-S-P-E at region5.org as well. And we do have, oh, we do have scholarships. So if you're concerned about getting there or the cost. We do have scholarships available. And to find out more about that, please email us at any time. How much is the summit? It's $50 to attend both full days. That includes breakfast, that includes lunch, both days. So it's to me, it's a pretty good bargain. And then if you are one of those educators or folks that just can't get there during the day, but are still interested in that 4.30 to 6.30 track on Monday evening, that's 10 bucks. And it's, you know, it's not bad. It's just more to cover the speaker driving all that way more than anything else. Um, and so, yeah, it's pretty affordable. But like I said, you know, we know that that not everybody has that extra 50 bucks to be able to do something. Or like Hannah said, if you don't have the gas to get there because gas is 450 a gallon right now, give me a call, you know, or send me a text and email and we can, you know, work through. We have some scholarship dollars to help at various levels. So um happy to happy to be able to support that way. We'd rather have folks be able to come and not have money be a barrier. So yeah, please reach out. Awesome. Thank you very much. I think that covers everything. Do you guys anything else to add? I don't think so. I'm just really I'm so excited about this. I'm hoping that this feels like a community building event. I hope that a lot of people come with curiosity, open mind, keep the judgment at home. We're here to learn and here to experience each other. And I'm I'm hopeful that we can do that here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Angela. <laughs> Thank you for joining us today. We encourage you to visit our website at region5.org where you can learn more about our programs, sign up for our newsletter, and follow us on social media.